Hi, everyone. It's April, and Tony and I are here again this week to have Veronica answer some questions and to talk a little bit about our pets. I have wonderful news. Um, my neighbor, uh, I've talked about before, she's 93, and she can no longer care for the little chihuahua she has. And she's a 12-year-old chihuahua, and there's a few health issues, I think, but the tiniest, the cutest little thing I've ever seen in my life. And I took her on. I've got her here on the desk. Um, I'm taking her to the vet on Sunday to get a wellness exam. Um, the last veterinarian that she saw said she, they thought she was like 12 or 13. And then I'm going to go take her to see my herbalist, Mark, next week. After we go to the regular vet and I find out what's happening, then I'm going to take her there. She's the sweetest thing. I've got her in a fluffy bed on my desk. She she likes to burrow. She likes blankies, and of course, she likes a soft bed. So, last night I slept on the couch and had her crate on my dining, my little coffee table there, so I could see her if she needed you know needed assistance or anything. I'm keeping her in the crate at night, not letting her sleep with the other dogs until I'm absolutely sure she her health is 100 percent, like she doesn't have something catching, um, which I'll find out on Sunday. Um, she's older. She, all she wants to do is hang out. And I, I'm in love with it. So now I have three little dogs, and Guinness said as long as he doesn't have to kiss her or make up with her for any reason or deal with her for any reason, he's cool. And he's met her this morning, and he just kind of went, you know, like, oh, great, another one, um, and walked away. He was like, okay, he said, you don't want me to be mean to her, so I'm going to have to walk away. And I said, perfect, walk away, my friend. So now I have four dogs. And it's going to be probably a circus at some point, but maybe not. This little one is just, you know, she's older, she's quiet. She doesn't, you know, cause me too much trouble whatsoever. And I love it when I feed her because she's, you see her eyes get bigger when the bowl of food comes out. She's like, ooh, is that all for me? And she looks around, like she keeps looking over her shoulder like someone's going to show up and take it from her. It's really, really interesting behavior. But... I'm hoping that she lives as long as she can live. I'm going to see to it that she's well taken care of. And <coughs> excuse me. And I'll be reporting every week about her name is Miss Marple. M A R P L E. So Tony. Yeah. Adding to my brood. I'm adding to my brood. I love it, but that's that's perfect. Perfect. She'll be well, happy no, and she'll and have no, a good life. Nobody's going to take a 12-year-old chihuahua. That is no. No one's going to do that. So no. So whatever time she has left, she's going to be treated like a princess and given the best food, the best bed, and she gets to hang out in the office every day with all this good spiritual energy. So it's all right. good for her. Exactly. Perfect. I haven't done a nose-to-nose greet yet with the um, two little munchkins that I already have because I want to make yeah. sure that she has the vet tests and everything first and get a clean bill of health because... You know, she we got her from a um a shelter to begin with, but right. it's um uh, yes, but you never know what they might have picked up along the way or what they might have going on. So I just want to make sure she's nice and healthy before I you know, get her oh, nose sure. with my other dogs. Of course. So I'm I'm kind of excited. It's kind of fun to have, you know, new new blood on the plate here. It's just really nice. Oh it is. I know, I know. How's your brood? How is your brood? My brood is fine. Everybody's fine. Everybody's 
doing well. So cross my fingers and let's hope it keeps going. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll keep giving reports every week about Miss Marple. She, okay. She, she just all she wants is a blanket and a bed. That's all she's looking for. And she wants wow. to be pet. She, I had her on the couch last night, and she just nestled in. I mean, she I was, she was getting her ears rubbed, and she just you know how they burrow down into you. They hug yeah. as close to your heart as they possibly can. That's what yeah. she's doing. It's like she's just like, oh gosh, I'm getting pet. Oh, this is so great. Oh. oh, oh. And there's dinner. Oh, boy. So it's kind of cool in a way. I, it nurtures my heart. Oh, sure it does. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. So I'm going to go get Veronica. Okay. And you can shuffle off the buffalo like you do so well. Thank you, darling. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. We have some lovely questions that we're going to have on the air. And as always, I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com, and that's I-N-N-E-R, whispersradio.com. So, are you there, Veronica? Good day to you. Yes, we are here. Good day. Good. Our first question is coming from Antonio. Are we ever participants in a situation in which we are simply in the wrong, simply in the wrong place at the wrong time? Well, sometimes um, the energy, you might overlap into someone else's reality and become involved in it. It's not about being in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's about the choices you make to get to the places that you're in. And you can get the energy coordinated a little bit, but sometimes it sort of moves into a more mass consciousness kind of place, and then you can get caught up in that. It's not a thing, though, of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's ending up in a choice that results in something different than you intended. But it's not necessarily wrong. And sometimes, even if it seems wrong in the moment, you might see later on that it was the right place. You just didn't see it in the current moment that it occurred. Okay, on to our next question. This one's from Anne. What do you have to say about Jesus? Jesus was a very metaphysical incarnate. He came into the human form as a highly evolved source energy that wanted to experience the moment and inform people how things should be, because he felt as the energy of the planet was starting to evolve, that there were some poor choices being made, some negativity being perpetrated, and felt that by coming in, he would have a better experience with, and he would have a better understanding. So he came in. Now, he was very metaphysical in his moment. Um, Christianity has a lot of metaphysics in it, buried down deep. He believed in reincarnation. He knew that. He also believed that everyone had to think properly. They had to focus properly. He knew clearly that thought creates reality. And you can see by the various parables that have been saved and passed down, the wedding feast at Canaan, where they came to him at a wedding that he was 
sort of putting on and said, hey, we're out of wine. And he said, don't worry, there'll be enough wine. Keep thinking we'll have it. And they had it. The same thing with the loaves and the two fishes of the, the um, sermon on Mount Sinai. It was the custom in those times that if you were going to preach and talk about spiritual religious things, that you would provide food for whoever showed up. Now, they had a couple of fish <laughs> and a couple of loaves of bread in their satchels. Thousands of people showed up. They are, the followers that were close to Jesus went to him and said, hey, we've got like three loaves of bread and two fish in here. And he said, well, how are we going to do this? And he said, don't worry. Keep thinking we got it. And he says, you will have enough. You will have enough. And miraculously, it is recorded that they were able to feed. And there was at least 5,000 people there. But it happened. There are many different parables along the way that reflect the thought creates reality concept. And we think that this energy called Jesus came in to kind of drive that message home. Very metaphysical man in the reality, highly evolved from source, and did some good things. Now, a lot of it has been sort of colored and grayed over over the centuries since he's been here, but he had good intentions, and he wanted to make sure that all humans were educated better and had a better understanding of how things work. Okay. Our next question is coming from Victoria. There is evil on earth. Where does the evil come from? It comes from a separation from your soul. Anytime an energy comes in incarnate and they start participating from their ego while on earth, you get evil. You get things that are not aligned with goodness. You get things that are considered off-center off quite a bit. There is not an energy of evil running around trying to create havoc. The evil comes from the separation that a human has while they're incarnate from their soul. And they start making decisions based solely upon the ego. No help from the soul. They completely shun the soul. That creates a bad, evil moment. It's not a separate thing. It's created by those who are separate from their own energy. All right, our next question is coming from Kathy. I was told during a reading that I have three spirit guides. One has been with me my entire life. Another arrived around the age of 20. A third arrived when I became a mother. I thought spirit guides would know everything regarding the incarnation. They would be, they would be guiding ahead of time. Why would we need three? Well, we would think that having an abundance of spiritual support would be something that would make you all feel more secure. A lot of times your guide is with you. Yes, and your guide knows you well, very well. But there are along the way different circumstances come up where you might need more support. Or you might decide that the energy that you're participating in doesn't you know, resonate with you and having another energy come in 
would be helpful. Look at it as an act of spiritual abundance. Don't look at it as, okay, well, what, don't they know me? That's not the way to look at it. Decide that along the way you have different things happen to you, and you might need a specialist. So embrace the idea of having more than one guide, and we think it's a good thing. Uh, but you do have the one main guide that's with you the whole time, but there's others that come in for special things that happen and help you with those special circumstances that might be perpetrating themselves in your life. So, three guides, 20 guides, it's all good. Okay, Veronica, that was our last question. And if you'd like to like to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be great. All right. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today, and I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com. And don't be shy. Ask any question, or if somebody asked a question today, you, you want to know more, just ask us and we'll get your question on the air. Are you there, Veronica? Yes, we are. Okay. Well. Today is a good day to decide to be kinder. Today is a good day to find one thing that you can participate in that will make a difference to the planet and to others around you. Every day, find one thing that you can do that will make a difference, whether it's for you, whether it's for your family, or whether it's just a mass consciousness moment. If everybody did that, there would be an abundance, fresh, positive energy in the air at all times. And with all of the chaos that can happen in the linear, we would think that having the ability to generate this good energy and create an abundance of it is the thing to be doing. So all of you decide today that you're going to start participating more kindly and with the concept that you want to create something that is a positive moment and a sort of an expanding moment for those around you and yourself. You are more in charge of your reality than you think you are. A lot of times people will think, oh, well, this happened to me. My destiny is, you know, to, to be in, a, in an awkward place. Why not decide to take power back and say, you know what, I think I'm going to create something different don't like the way this energy is going, so I'm going to create something different. You all have the ability to do that. Some of you have forgotten. Some of you weren't successful the first try, so you quit. We think that always thinking that way is the way to go. So decide today that you're going to create an atmosphere of harmony for yourself and harmony for those around you. All right, Veronica, that was a beautiful message. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. We'll be back with you next week with more questions. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye.